The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. And every time we start and I say good morning, I always want to pull a Robin Williams and say, good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> but I, that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but anyway. No, no good morning, America. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Yes. And, and I want to make sure that I also say uh, happy Father's Day to all of the fathers that are out there. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, to a lot of new fathers that became fathers during the course of this year. So um, this will be fun for their first Father's Day. I think that's wonderful. And I yes. hope it's a memorable one and that everybody uh, looks forward to it every year because it's been so spectacular the first time. So anyhow, um, yes. how are and you doing? We, it, I'm good. I'm good. Um you know, just um, was at a lovely birthday party last night at yeah. Glenmara Golf, uh, or excuse me, Country Club. I, Catherine Cullen, Catherine Richmond Cullen's birthday uh, is is uh, at the end of this month. And so there was a party in her honor at Glenmara. And we had, uh, and, and it's the day before, it's the year before a big one. So I like Ooh. it. She said, I planned this the year before a big one because what the heck? And I think it's cool. So um, <laughs> she uh, is a remarkable person. And I we were talking about her. I was sitting with Bernie Ross and Danny Ross and Marlene and Jack Salmon, who are all affiliated with, and Frank Blasey, were all affiliated with Broadway. And Catherine and I, do both do contracted work for Broadway theater. Catherine does the education part of Broadway, and of course I do the development end of it and some special event stuff. But um, so we all work really well. Frank, I call this the perfect. I said we're we're just a great a trifecta of um, goodness. Yeah. So um, yeah, so um, we so last night. Uh, it was at Glenmar, and so what a lovely, lovely time. So I just, you know, Lynn, it, it was a beautiful night to be outside, mm-hmm. and it was just so nice to be with so many, you know, lovely people. And just, I said to Bernie, because Bernie mentioned something about Catherine in the arts, and I said, you know, Bernie, I totally agree. I said to to Bernie, I just told somebody this week that I think Catherine Cullen has single-handedly done for the arts in our region. And I said, no offense, Frank, on the Broadway side, because that is true, true, truest art. But Catherine Cullen bringing all types of arts and working for the IU and um, enhancing and bringing artists to the forefront and to understand with the state work she did and has done and continues to do. I mean, it's just amazing the the fact that we are privileged in this community um, to have an arts tax that goes directly to art 
or uh, to institutions that have that have anything to do with the arts and people and organizations that promote the arts and to get some grant funding on a yearly basis and whether it's a project stream or a um, program stream i mean these people do years and years and and people do what make them ha what makes them happy and what they're skilled and gifted in and bring that to our region and where the arts go there goes um, a, a healthy community and i 100 percent believe it and catherine has been an instrumental force if not the force um for this community in the arts and um i just i just love her uh, she looked absolutely beautiful, and her children were there, and her two little grandsons who were adorable. They surprised her, and it was just a lovely setting, a beautiful night. So I just had, um, as you can tell by my enthusiasm, I had a very nice night in a beautiful setting, and we just had a really good time. Frank Blasey was my date for the evening, and um, mm -hmm. we had a lot of fun. So um, that's you know and we were he, we were kidding about being each other's date and somebody was saying that someone was engaged or married for 60 years and frank said um lc if you and i get married today we'll, we, when we're 123 we'll be married 60 years <laughs> and i said there you go frank so anyway we were oh. laughing about that but it was just it was it was fun and a beautiful night so happy <laughs> birthday to my dear friend katherine richmond cullen Yay, that's nice. Did I, that's, that's, what? did I ever tell you that her father um, had, when he was living, uh, was a member of my board of directors of the company that I had called Associated Financial Planners? No. Yeah, I absolutely loved him. He was one of the, the neatest guys. And I, I just look forward to having those uh, advisory council meetings when he would show up and we'd Aww. spend an hour or so. There were probably about 10 people that were part of that group. And I really enjoyed his company. And I was so sorry when he passed. It was what was his name? I forget. I can't remember his first name, but Richmond. It starts with um, an L, I think, doesn't it? Is it Leland? Not Leland. Was it Leland? No, that no. doesn't ring a bell. I, I, somebody just mentioned his name, and I, I don't know it either, but I, I would know it as soon as you said it. But he was, um, yeah, I, I, was he like, is, do you, does, he re, does Catherine remind you at all of him? Because that's yes. what to, yeah, yes. see? He, yeah. Well, he's a very outgoing um, person who really enjoyed being with other people. Um, he's just a, a very charismatic man, you know, just a, a really neat guy. So, uh, yes, yeah. I really enjoyed being with him. And every that's time so I think nice. of her, I think of him. Yeah, and that's so nice, especially with Father's Day this weekend. Too. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, you're the daughter of the of a, the man, and, and you can see the similarities in um you know your daughter you know from your 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 dad and as, as you know i mean everybody tells me i not only do i look like my father but i act like my father and god knows <laughs> i do but um you know it, it, it's just um it's 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 a, it's a nice tribute to um know that you knew the dad and then and again like i said i never had the pleasure but then you see those qualities and similarities. I love that. I love when mm -hmm. when you can pick that out. I was 
somewhere the other day. I, well, I ran into Melinda Gallardi, and she said to mm-hmm. me, oh, my God, Laurie, every time I see you, I, you remind me so much of your mother. I said, I do? Oh, wow. And I said, really? I said, every, and she said, well, it's not even the look is as much as just your, the way you act. It's your, it's your, the, your being. It just reminds mm-hmm. me of your mom. And she said, I always love that. And I, 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 I was telling my sister. I said, Barbara, could you, I, and, and, I, and, and I think I said this before, but at my mom's funeral, which will, God, God knows, it's going to be five years this year, I can't tell you the people who said, oh, my God, you look just like your mother. And I never <laughs> hear that. So it's so weird that you see some people see one thing and others see another, and I know that happens with everything, but it's just it's funny. So, um you know, that, that's yeah. a special thing. Do you think you act more like uh, Shirley, don't call me Shirley, or did or <laughs> do you think you act like Bill? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely Bill Evans' daughter. There's no question. There you go. Yeah. But, so, but there are things that I definitely do, the way I speak, a lot of my phrasing. Um, um, it, it sounds just like my mother. There's no question. Because that's the person that you're around all the time. Turn into our mothers. There's no doubt. Yes, I know. But I just Mm. think, um, I just think the the general personality is more in line with my father than my mother. Now, you know, Mm -hmm. we always kid that my mother is a mini-me for her mother, and my sister is a mini-me of my mother. So my grandmother's name was um, Aldona. Okay. Not Eldona, Eldona, and so she is Eldona one. My mother's Eldona two, and my sister's Eldona three. And that's just the I way noticed we look that. At it. Ma- I noticed that Mara didn't pick the name Eldona for her child. No, name, no. <laughs> no, no, no. But I told boy, you oh, that I was supposed to be named after both of my grandmothers. Which that would have been what? Tabitha Eldona. Oh. Thank you, God, that they win. So what are they? Like, are they really Welsh names or what? What's well, that? Well, Eldona is um, Lithuanian. That's my mom's side. Oh, that's your mother's side. That's right. Yes. And the other side would and be Tabitha Welsh. And right? is Welsh and English. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Somehow and I think not... we, we could... Somehow I think we could we could change Susan Boyle. Remember that 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 yes. that Welsh chick who won the you know, or who didn't win, but every she's got a, had a beautiful voice and and when yep. people looked at her, they never expected her. Somehow I think you could change her name from Susan Boyle to what's her name? Tabitha Doyle. Tabitha Boyle. Yes. It would it would it would be a perfect <laughs> link a, a yes. name there. What mm-hmm. did they call her? Like Tabby or something? Tab. All of her friends tab. call her Tab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I would too. And then, well, my her daughter, my Tabitha's daughter, my my aunt, named her oldest second child, Tabby, and spelled it T A B B I. Well, that's cute. I mean, that it that is. I think is adorable. But that yes. wow, that is really a well. That's a handle. Baby. That's a handle. Whoa, yep. baby. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> really and you funny. were supposed to be both of those names. Yes, mm-hmm. that was what I was going to be named after I my grandmother. I think I have a new name for you now. Oh, what is that? That I'm just. I'm going to call you. I, I, I'm just going to call you Tabby. 
Because you would love that. Name. It's a cat name. It's yes, not it is. teasing, but it's a cat name, so. Yes, it is. Not spelled the same, but that's that's true. Oh, I love it, though, Lynn. I love that. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. And then we're on our mothers, so let's stick to our fathers, because we have to just give <laughs> praise. I'm bowing down. I see watching me. I, you can't see me, but my hands are moving. And I am saying to every father out there, happy Father's Day. Keep up the good work. And please, yep. please, please know how appreciated you are because it takes everyone um, to raise children and fathers are so important and instrumental. And um, thank you to everyone out there who does a great job being a dad, at being a dad. Keep it up and make that a priority because it means so much. So thank you for all the guys out there and the dads who um, – make our lives so much better. And with that said, we are going to take a quick break, and we are having the lovely Leah Genacopoulos will be up next to talk all things real estate. So stay tuned, everybody. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am a certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is one of our guest experts of the week, Leah Genacopoulos, who is a realtor with ERA One Source Realty in Clark Summit. Leah, has, there's about 100 agents at ERA. There's around six offices, 10 county, 10 counties, 10 locations. It's you guys are everywhere, Leah. And how are you doing? Have we moved up yet to your next um, broker situation? Or are we still on working on that? Uh, we're about eighty nine point nine percent done. I have one more <laughs> class left, and uh, then I'll sit for my test, and then I will be done. And uh, 
I cannot wait. It's like just one thing. I get to finally check off the bucket list, and you know, uh, people are kind of yep. like, bucket list. I'm like, yeah, it, it is. You know, I always yes. have, uh, believed in, you know, you can never have, never have enough education. So I am, That's you know, right. really looking forward to completing this. And, you know, for the next chapter or whatever is supposed to happen, um, you know, with this, just having this, I just, I think this will also ease um, Sunita's mind knowing too that I have my brokers because she's really like that's one thing that was like a big thing for me to do was to get this done so um, yep she's going to be very happy I'm kind of not filling her in so if you're listening I guess you'll find out but I'm sure she's not with those three (laughs) babies anyway somewhere but um, I'm kind of going to surprise her and not let her know when I'm done Mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of tell her because she's she kind of gave me a deadline, which I definitely think I'm going to be hitting way before that deadline. But if I don't, at least I know I have a lot of time, so I don't have to there worry. There you go. It, I guess. Yes. You'll um, be fine. Leah, you're a West Sider. You'll be fine. You'll do it yourself. That's right. That's what I <laughs> that's say. That's exactly what I say. Can't there complain. you go. So, that's right. How is the real estate world, uh, other than you're finishing your education and getting your big um, you know, grabbing the brass ring there on the on the, uh, the broker side. What what's going on in this business? Um, so honestly, we're you know northeastern Pennsylvania. Like I always say, we're like this unique little weird market over here. So you know, don't even pay attention to what's going on in the media and just listen to your local lenders and your <laughs> yeah. realtors and everything because we really do. We're the ones that know. We're the ones that have a grab on what's going on and kind of really got a good outlook of what's happening. So. As far as inventory, it's actually brutal. There's still not enough inventory. Um, I'm really excited, though. Uh, I have six listings coming on next week, and I just I think they're all going to go in a weekend. Two are in the um, – no, I'm sorry, three are in the Clark Summit School District. And mm-hmm. then the other ones are um, in the Mountaintop. And then I have them throughout the hill section and everything. And it's so funny, um, not to change subjects real quick, but I love the hill section. And no, I'm not from there because I get asked that all the time because the way I carry on about how much I love the hill section, <laughs> all of my sellers are like, oh, my God, were you born here and raised here too? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I just love it. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yes. well, we love that too. But so, yeah, it's um, I have a lot of good stuff coming on, and I think it's going to go pretty quickly. So I'm looking forward to everything and um i i think it's you know we're we're heading into a good summer i think it's all we've all been off to a great pace and i'm still seeing a lot of things go the rates dropped a tad bit um i'm not quite sure what's going to happen with those you know they say there's going to be two rate freezes but then they also say like you know they say no, they're going to put them up, but you, you never know because it's whatever the well, Fed want to do when they want to do it, you know? He just did it yesterday, I think it was. He froze the rates. So they did not increase. So that's one. That's one freeze. Oh, okay. um, yeah, so there may be another one coming, you know, but then there's other people I listen to, Leah, that say, oh, before the end of the year, he's going to raise it again once or twice. And then there's other people that say the rates are going to come down. So you, you don't know. Don't know. But it, I do think that you're right, that it is something that is a very volatile situation. And I wouldn't sit around waiting for the rates to drop just, you know, because somebody said they might. I mean, if you got a house right. and you want it, go for it. Because it's still, relatively speaking, 
even mortgages at five, six percent versus what they were in the past, it's still a bargain. A hundred percent. And I also just think too that um, you know the other thing is you're still, you what you know what versus the um, how do I want to put this? You're still paying a hundred percent interest on rent. I guess that's the best way for me to put mm-hmm. it. No matter how mm-hmm. you look at it, it's still you know. you're still never, you're never going to get anything back, you know, like for paying rent. So I think that's something else to look at too. But, Mm -hmm. but Lisa, you, Lisa, how about that? Lisa, Leah, you said it correctly before this area. And this goes, this is just for just about every industry. This area is so it's just a different animal from everywhere else and how things work and what they do. You can't pay attention to uh, just in general, uh, in general, the information you're given because it just doesn't fly here for whatever reason. It's like in every industry. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's very, I, I mean, you I know. said it best. It's true. Yeah. It's, yep. it's bizarre. And I mean, it's all, it's all good for us, obviously, you know, and you know, you hear people and they're kind of like, I want to say bashing, but they're kind of bashing this whole, like some people are bashing the whole train coming into play. And I was just like, I don't think, you know, listen, there's negatives and positives to everything, no matter which way you look at it, you know, like you can live in like a gated community and someone's still going to find a negative with it. You know what I mean? But I think that, I think it's for us, it's really going to be something that's, that really is, is is a good thing. I I truly truly do. I don't think that I don't think there's anything really negative to it. Just because I think it's going to bring in people. I think it's going to create more jobs. I think it's going to bring the area up. I think there's going to create a demand for more things in this area. So I think it's just like there's so much good that's coming out of it. And I think that that's what everyone should be focusing on. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we obviously don't have a date yet for it, but I mean, it would be nice if we could, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, but it's just like any other place, anywhere else where, because well, what will happen, or hopefully will happen, is when the train comes and more and more is brought in then the increase of living in it, and I don't mean this as a negative thing, will go up. It'll be the same as it is anywhere else in these bedroom communities to New York City. It'll be the same way. I mean, let's let's just look at Beacon, New York, because I happen to go there all the time. And Mm -hmm. I love it. And my Sean will get on the train from New York City, and he, a lot of times, we will meet for dinner or to hang out, have lunch or whatever. Instead of us driving into the city, we take a nice hour and a half ride up 84 and get off at at Beacon. It's a great drive. It's a beautiful town. I love it. I mean, they have train access. Do you think they're complaining with this, with the packed people on their main street and, and people living and living their lives and doing what they have to do and then main street is booming and all these businesses are doing well? I mean, I, I, I understand the negatives that people think, but I also believe it'll bring, it'll be positive because I don't want to go negative. I prefer to stay positive anyway. I think it's going to be great all the way around. I do too. I really just think it's going to be a great thing for our area. And I, I mean, look at Connecticut. I think, I mean, look at those parts of Connecticut too. Like there's, there's 
they they're doing great. <laughs> any yes, of them. They are. Any. You know, I yep. know people worry about crime and what's going to, you know, the train in for us to get out brings what can come in. I get all that, but that's everywhere. It's just, you know, it's just the reality of what, what it is. I mean, we just have to be, we don't need trains to bring in problems. We just, we, you know, everything you turn around and you, and you hear on the news and, and, and scammers and everything else that they do just by using your cell phone. So, hello, it doesn't have to be that. We have to look at this as ways that this increases our property values. It increases our ability to go to other uh, to to experience things in in the city that we have to either take a bus or drive through now and it's just a, an easier nicer way to bring back rail service so i, I think it's I great this is going to be like the way it goes you know so i think that's another thing too like that is going to be like the new i don't want to say the way of the world but it is going to be something for people are going to want that kind of service and everything. So I, I definitely think that's something else to look forward to as well. I don't know. I just think it's going to be a whole breath of fresh air for our community. And I just think that like, it's definitely going to be something to look forward to and bring in jobs opportunity. And obviously our real estate is just going to absolutely boom. So I can't, you know, I definitely think everything is such a positive. So I'm, you know, and again, I want to make the announcement, like I feel like every week I make it, but um, we need your listing. And if you're ready to sell (laughs) and you have an opportunity to go somewhere else, please, please, I, you know, let us know. We have over 80 some realtors and we have a ton of people that are looking pre-approved, ready to go. We have great qualified buyers. And, and really, if you have the opportunity to sell and you can or you're looking to downsize or you're looking to upgrade, call us. Call one of our agents because we have so much opportunity and so many people looking that it's just, you know, it's, there's so much going on for everybody that I think if you are, have that opportunity, you know, um, please call and let us know. Leah, as as we look at um, the fact that we are at this point halfway through the year, uh, how how would you say uh, for you personally, not necessarily all of ERA or all of the real estate market, uh, real realtors, I should say, in this area, how are you relative to where you were last year at this time? Is it the same or yeah. is it less? Same. Absolutely, yeah. It's just about the same. I, I wow. Yeah, we're still like I said, we're we're still busy. So it's it's been a good it's been a good thing. Good. No. Uh, are there uh, are there a lot of um, investors coming into this market? Tons, tons, tons. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. And they're buying single family so homes. No, they're buying a mix of both. It's it's definitely a mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because I think that's important, Leah, to note that it's not a bad thing to buy an ind- like because I know we're always so scarce on the multi units. So an individual property buying it and and people wanting to rent uh, a, a house. I mean, I I have a friend who's looking specifically for a house. Won't even look at an apartment. So I think that those are important things to note that don't pass up that opportunity either no, if you're I, an investor, right? I mean, you yes. say, no, a client that's made all his money with just single-family homes throughout Clark Summit. Right. 
granted. And that yep. is literally where all his money has been made because of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have less to take care of, less issues with, with people and buildings, and there everybody else could be affected because you're in a multi-unit. Whereas if you have an individual, it's one person, one or one family, one issue, and you take care of it. So I don't think it's, it, 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 you should discount them at all. So keep looking. Again, as Leah told you guys, if you have a list at the house, you're thinking about selling, you're not, you're on the fence. Give Leah a call or anybody at ERA and let them come and talk to you and see what they can do for you and, and let you give them a, an estimate. If you don't know what your house is worth, they can give you a, an estimate on it based on a CMA. So you'll, you'll be fine and, and just do that. And Leah, how can they get in touch with you if they want to do that? You can call me at 570-947-9250. You can call the office at 570-587-9999. I'm on all forms of social media and so is the company on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. So you can find us on all forms and also check your local paper every Wednesday and Sunday because we're always in there as well. There you go. And digital billboards. Thank you. And yeah. Yeah. Billboards too, baby. All right. Well, Leah, thank you so much again. We will see you next week and um, we will be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitch and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to the Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, Uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Lori and Lynn Show. I'm Lori Cadden, the owner of Lori Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans, and I am a certified financial planner and, excuse me, managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm 
devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And another of our guest experts this morning is Bradley Parry, who is the public affairs liaison for the Veterinary Referral and Emergency Center in Clark Summit. And we're going to talk about some of those things you want to be aware of uh, as we get into the summer months and what our beloved animals can get into. So welcome, Bradley. Hello, everybody. hope everybody's having a good day. Um, so today I uh, have something that we all have heard of before. Um, we all have heard of the ingredient xylitol. Um, it's products use it for sugar-free uh, substitutes, um, but it can also be identified as some other substances. Um, one thing that it can be also identified as, as birch sugar or birch sap. Um, they are the same exact thing as xylitol. So it's one of those things that is actually dangerous to our dog, and it could also be dangerous to cats and, you know, dangerous to many of our other pets that we have at home. Um, so when screening a product, it's important to, you know, be suspicious when you see the word sugar-free. Um, the one thing that a lot of people don't realize about xylitol is they use it in a lot of common items that we actually use as humans. So that could be chewing gum, you know, candy, sometimes even in chocolate, which we already know chocolate is a no-no for uh, most of our animals. But if it is in the chocolate, then it even becomes even more urgent. Um, these in ice cream, dietary supplements, uh, liquid compounded medications, mouthwash, mouthwash, sorry, um, breath mints, and then especially peanut butter. Um, and, you know, going into these summer months, you know, we're going outside, we might be taking our dog camping with us, and, you know, we're bringing their treats along. And, you know, some people might, you know, give their dog a spoonful of peanut butter. Um, so especially for that, you want to make sure that you have peanut butter that does not have any sugar substitutes. So stay away from the xylitol and keep it locked away. Um, if it's for your own use, you know, try to keep it in a separate section to where you know where it's at and it's just for your consumption. Um, xylitol is kind of very tricky. And the fact that it goes underneath other names, you kind of really have to look at the back of the ingredient list and look for that birch sugar or birch sap and kind of nail it down, if you will. Um, if something happens to the point where, let's say, an animal does get into xylitol, um, sometimes what happens is after ingestion, you might see your dog uh, vomiting, or they might have a little bit of decreased activity, some weakness. Uh, sometimes they stagger and their incoordination uh, is a little bit off, and sometimes they can collapse and they can also go into seizures. Um, so if that happens, you want to bring your dog into an emergency clinic right away or call your vet to get immediate treatment. Um, so if you know, they come in and let's say your dog ate some chewing gum, but they're not showing any signs and symptoms just yet. 
usually they can get the dog to vomit by inducing that action to bring up the ingested suspect. Um, mm. If they have to treat the animal, then, you know, we go into monitoring their blood glucose levels to make sure they're remaining normal and also monitor the liver activity to make sure that that remains normal as well. And if something happens where their blood sugar drops or liver, or liver failure is evident, then, you know, they would go ahead and treat the animal for those uh, instances. Bradley, can I ask a question on that end? Mm-hmm. Is it, it, does it, is it dependent upon how much of the substance is Take in, uh, is digested by the, the dog regardless of their size, or is it just the up? It's just an individual thing where some dogs may not be affected, others may, depending on whether it's little or a lot. And if you live in an area where you have birch trees, is that then something that really would have to be watched more closely? Because I mean, I and I know we talked about this before. You had said you didn't realize that that was you know, you just learned of this, that's, mm-hmm. that's weird. Cause especially if you're taking dogs on hikes or whatever, like, how do you know? I mean, that's kind of scary cause sap just comes out of a tree. So what the heck? <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's really fascinating. I mean, it's, you learn something new every day. Um, yeah. so as far as, you know, if you were, you know, outside on a hike with your animal, the main message there is going to be just, you know, keeping control of your animal, making sure that they're not eating anything that they shouldn't be. Um, However, um, you know, uh, dogs like to pick up sticks. Um, So if they pick up a stick and it kind of looks a little weird, if it looks like a a birch tree, I'm not 100% sure, um, but I'm, you know, willing to say that, you know, that it's better, you know, it's better to be cautious in that respect, um, just so that way you're kind of, you know, preventing unwanted emergencies. Um, as far as, you know, um, with the, the amounts that went in, that they ingest, um, any, any amount that they do ingest is going to cause these signs and symptoms. Um, so bigger dogs, um, you know, their metabolism is a little bit, different than smaller dogs. So they might be able to, you might, they might get a little bit more time, but it's still the, it goes the same for every single dog. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Okay. That's scary. That is scary. Because so is it just, again, we, we always have the difference. Is it just dogs or does it affect cats that way too? It can affect cats. Uh, cats, like any so any small so any small animal that you do have in your house um, that you know can possibly get into it. Uh, even a ferret can be affected. Um, so you know it's just one of those things you gotta keep an eye out just because all of our animals are pretty sneaky when it comes to you know getting into you know things and it's getting into. Um, I mean. It's one. It's just about all preventing ingestion, um, and it's pretty easy. You know, you just keep those products out of reach, um, and then better yet, you can kind of you know sit down with your family members and educate them about uh, xylitol. You know, look things up and you know explain the possible dangers, and then just let everybody know where those products are to reside. And it's kind of like, well, if you take it out, you put it back right where it came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brad, you say, Lynn, you better watch out. Yeah, I know about peanut butter. 
<laughs> because uh, that's a question I have right now. One of my two cats is uh, taking some a capsule and some medication, and of course, you know they're they're just really buggers to try to get them to take a pill. I mean, it's a major effort. But I, when I was online looking for something, um, you know, I, I've used those in the past those things called greenies and the little pill pockets that you put stuff in. And, mm-hmm. and now you're making me think, is, is, do I have to look at the, uh, at the ingredients and see if there's any xylitol in them? But why would, why would a manufacturer of uh, any kind of aid for that, or they even have them wrapped in peanut butter too, so that's what's making me think this. Why would they not be aware of the fact that xylitol in, in any form is not a good thing for animals and put that into something that would, it seems to be counterproductive, to put it into something that helps them to take pills. So I think most most of the most of the uh, xylitol that you're going to see used is pretty much anything that's made for human consumption. So anything that's made for animals, um, they shouldn't have that ingredient okay. listed. Um, I don't think uh, manufacturers would do that. I, I usually most manufacturers are pretty um, up to snuff when it comes to this sort of thing. Um, so you know the the item that you're using for your cat's pills should be a-okay. Um, I mean, if it gives you peace of mind, you can always check the back of the ingredients and just take yeah. a quick look. But um, I'm assuming that you should be okay there. Um, and then some of the things that are wrapped in peanut butter or, you know, that are peanut butter flavored, um, it, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, they probably have some sort of like natural flavoring, um, but um, if it's xylitol, it's one of those things that has to kind of go on the back of the ingredients. But again, it's mostly just human consumption that you'll see that um, used for human products only. Okay. Okay. So is there something yeah. else you want to talk about too besides xylitol? Um, well, what we could probably talk about a little bit more um, is just um, – Keeping our animals safe this summer, also by um, making sure we don't have them out in the heat too long, because now we're starting mm-hmm. to see temperatures rise a little bit, um, and especially in cars, um, you know, um, some yep. people, you know, they still have the habit of leaving their animal in the car if they're going to the bank or grocery store, um, and it's one of those things you just want to avoid completely. Um, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, putting an animal in that position is going to be putting in a position of jeopardy. Um, So, and the other thing is too, even just being outside in the heat, you want to make sure that you have a water bowl, um, brush at hand for your animal so that way they can take a drink. Uh, If you're taking your dog on a walk, um, test the pavement before you take them out. If it's too hot for you to stand on, it's way too hot for our four-legged friends to stand on. Their pads are very, very sensitive, um, so they could burn quite easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just asked my brother the same thing because he was in Florida, and he mm. showed me a picture of uh, the temperature there, and it was 100 <laughs> degrees. What? Oh. Yes, 
because this heat wave is coming across the south. And the very first thing I said to him, he has a beautiful German Shepherd dog. And I said, Are you, do you take Sam out in this kind of weather? And he said, yes. He said he wants to go out all the time, but for much briefer periods. I said, good. I said, do you take him out on the grass or out on the pavement? And his response was, has to be the grass. It's way too hot for those four little paws. So I'm glad that that he knows and other people know, you know, that that is a very important thing. Their paws cannot be touching pavement. Yeah, because they can be actually burned, right, Bradley? I mean, they really, there's a lot of discomfort in that. And honestly, it's quick to say, it's, Amazing how fast that'll happen too. It's it doesn't take long Aww. for ads to burn on pavement, um, and you know that again will you know buy you a trip to uh, your vet or your local mm-hmm. uh, ER. So um, I, I like what you said though. He said go out yourself and take your shoes off, and if yeah, you can exactly. stand on the pavement, <laughs> that's well, great. your dog can. Yeah. Yes. Well, Bradley, this has been. And this has been very informative. So please tell everyone how they can reach anyone or have your needs met for your your doggies, cats, or animals at uh, 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 VREC. How can they get in touch with you? So if you need to get in touch with us, you could give us a phone call at 570-587-7777. And if you need to look for our ER hours. You can find them at com. And again, you can uh, give us a phone call whenever. Um, we have people on staff that can answer phone calls 24-7. Um, and again, for ER hours and anything of the like, please check the website for those hours. There you go. Well, thank you, Bradley. We look forward to next month and hearing what you have to tell us then. In the meantime, everybody else, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy. It's a long weekend for some. And for most out there who are dads, we wish you the best Father's Day you can possibly have. We we know a lot of dads listen to us, Lynn, right? We are yes. um, male heavy on this end, which we love. <laughs> so love you guys listening to us. So thank you, and happy, happy Father's Day to all those dads who, who uh, just mean the world to so many, and those of you who act like dads. Happy Father's Day to all. And thinking of my dad, Jim Cadden, as I call him, Jim Cadden RN, Lynn. <laughs> Happy Father's Day in heaven to the best dad going. So, Lynn, give a shout-out to yours. Okay. William T. Evans, Jr. Loved him. There you go. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend again. Be safe, and please be nice. Bye. Bye.